All right, guys. Now it's on. This is a podcast. I've been doing this podcast now for have the podcast room for about four months. I've done about eight of them, and I got the lovely Layla here. She's saying we need to do this podcast. Okay, what's the problem with that? Uh, for those that know, Beth does the camera work and editing, and I've got Layla here who just sits here and laughs at me. Thanks, Layla. Appreciate it. <laughs> No, look, honestly, I've had this podcast for four months now and, and Layla's telling me it's step, time to step it up and time to for you to do a podcast every day. I said, okay, let's go. The challenge is on. And uh, so I guess what I'm going to choose to talk about is what's relevant to my life and how I go about doing things and how I go about things. Hopefully I can make it entertaining. I'll try not to um, waffle on too much. I'll try and get to the point and try and hopefully, hopefully have something in it for the for the listener. I guess that's that's the goal at the end of the day to give something back to you guys. Um, why not start today? Today is Wednesday. Don't ask me what the date is. Probably the fourth or the fifth or something. Um, it's the day after the Melbourne Cup, and we've got the State of Origin on in Sydney today. So, well, it's not in Sydney, but the State of Origin is on. I live in Sydney. The State of Origin is on in Adelaide. And for those that don't know, it's uh, obviously the rugby league match, the two best teams from New South Wales, the best 13 players from New South Wales against the best 13 players from Queensland, or the best squad from the two states get to play against each other. And I'm telling you, if you're a rugby league fan, tonight is like your your Christmas. And I guess if you're a horse fan, yesterday was your Christmas. Um, So it's a pretty exciting time for anyone who's in sport at the moment, and I love my sport. I'm a tragic but I tell you what, it doesn't matter what I do, like what I said, I'll go back to the point. I want to give you back something. And it's not about I'm not a football expert, I'm not a horse expert. But I'll tell you what I want to do. I want to tell, give you my personal gains from me watching those sports and what I get out of it and hopefully give back to you. You know, I just love listening to athletes or to sportsmen who compete at the highest level talk. And I love the way they, you know, if you listen... Sometimes they don't articulate themselves very well. They don't come across very well. But if you listen to the detail and what they're saying and how they're saying it. So, for example, I'll use the jockey yesterday. I'm watching the Melbourne Cup race. And straight after the race, what's important to me is a jockey. And I'll listen to the jockey. And, you know, and just... You could hear the drive, you could hear the determination, you can hear how much work has gone into what he's done. You know, we look at it as in the last four minutes he just won the he just ran a horse, a horse ran around in circles and won the cup. But for me, what I try and take I try and take opportunities like that to learn for myself. Because I need something to motivate me. And the thing that I love the best is sport. And I find nothing motivates me more than that. You know, that jockey yesterday, when he spoke specifically about, you know, how his dad would have, you know, got off his tractor and gone to watch the race. It would have been a big moment for his dad. It was a big moment for his mum. It was a big moment for his wife. And what that does is it makes me realise that, you know, this is somebody who's very, very competitive, right? And then if you listen carefully to what he's saying, this is straight after the race. So really the determination, he didn't talk about the money that he won. He didn't talk about the trophy he was going to get. He could have spoken about all that. But what comes out of you straight after an event like that, of course he's got emotion running through his blood, he's full of adrenaline, he's, he's, not, he's, he's in a different state. And the thing that comes out 
is usually the important words that what's really important to him and that's what i find fascinating and i love holding on to these words um you know it's a it's an early lesson that i got it was from one of my school teachers and i remember his name very well mark hamilton mark hamilton always said listen to the athletes listen to the competitors listen to people who have to compete at the highest level and listen to what the attitude and how they speak and and what they say and what drives them so for me that was a motivator yesterday okay today i get up i've got the melbourne i've got the melbourne cup melbourne cup was yesterday i've got the state of origin on tonight again i'm listening to the coaches i'm listening to the coaches um you know articulate what's going to go on tonight that you could already hear like people those coaches are two best coaches in our country and you could argue that you know we play the highest level of rugby league in the world so they're the two the two coaches that are chosen are the of the highest level and you could hear the mind games that's already going on you know one coach is saying today you know wayne bennett is saying you know it's really going to be hard we have to land in adelaide today which is unusual usually it's completely unusual because of covid sorry i might step back a bit because of covid you know the way they play the game the way the they fly in and out and the way they you know where what state it's played in it's completely unusual so it's all been spun around but listen to the coach listen to the coach to wayne bennett you know, and this has got nothing to do with rugby league, so I hope I'm not boring it. It's got nothing to do with sport. But he's playing with the mindset of the opposition. He's saying, oh, we've got to land in the same day and then we've got to fly out straight after the game. And then when we get back home, it's going to be 4 a.m. in the morning. Um, like, I know as a... Like, I don't know for sure, but I hear him. I'm, I've been around the sport long enough to know that's got nothing to do with the game. But listen to where he's putting the opposition. He's even putting the other coach's mindset. Hey... Don't forget, you're playing in a different state. Now, he's not the favourite. Wayne Bennett, who's the Queensland team, his team is not the favourite. But I tell you what, he's, he's winning the mental game. And if you just listen to it, if you and when you're competing at that level, you only need 1% or 2% difference. It's just, you know, it's an inch or two inches difference between winning and losing. And if you could win the mental game, or you could set up a mental game, which Wayne Bennett is doing, which the coast of the Queensland team is doing, it just makes me think like, and it makes me bring it back to my business. It makes me think this is a competitive edge that I always need to have. And uh, God willing, I think um, it's one of my strengths. I guess that's why I look for it. That's why I, I listen to what that coach says, you know. And then you got the other coach, Brad Fittler, who's a great coach, and you know everyone's got their opinion and everything else, you know. But he's there, you know, talking more about you know the strategy of the game and what's going to go on tonight. And sure, that's important. Sure, that's important. But the difference is one guy, in my opinion anyway, one guy is using the media to score a couple more points to, I guess, get ahead. And the other guy is using the media to just do his media job. And that's the difference. Now, in age, I would say the difference is Brad Fittler is about 45. The other guy is about 65. I guess that helps as well. The guy has been around a little bit more, you know. Um, and... The difference is another big difference, and this is what I love as well about sport and how I bring it back to business. The New South Wales coach, Brad Fittler, for example, and I hope I'm not getting too much into footy, and I'll try and cut it short very quickly. But he's got the he's got the he's got the edge on the field. He's got the edge. He's got the better players. He's got the better team. Everybody knows that. Everyone knows that. But this is where the Queensland guy is going. Okay, you're being you're lucky enough to have the better team today. You know, you've got the better. I guess a stronger team, for whatever reason that is, you know, whatever, that's just the way it works out in rugby league every now and then. But the New South Wales state has got the stronger one. So the Queensland guy is going, no, 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 no. 
I've got to win it off the field as well. So he's got a, So he's the underdog. So he's looking for that extra edge outside of the 80 minutes they're going to play tonight. And I could tell you a little bit more, and I won't go too much into sport, but I just want to finish it off. I think I want to wrap, off this wrap up this part of the conversation as well with me knowing that the Queensland Rugby League is an organisation that's always tried to stay, not so much on the field, but off the field, one step ahead of the New South Wales Rugby League. So this is, if you look in depth to what's going on, this isn't just about a guy turning up and it's his game plan. It's about they put the right man in charge, but he's also got... Um, the 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 people over him, if you like, the people who are on the on the board or in the in the offices or whatever the, the hierarchy, his hierarchy, um, also pushing him and nudging him the right way. Yes, I just love stuff like that. I, honestly, this is what I get my motivation out of. I mean, if you look, if I look, if I look at my business and I look at what I do, yeah, sure, I push myself every day. But I also need external forces and external forces that I like. I find that when it comes to business, you know, sometimes people aren't exactly going to be, you know, everyone wants to keep their 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 tights, their cards close to their chest. They're not going to give you everything they, they know about business. They're not going to tell you exactly how to get your business up and how to, you know, people help each other. There's no question about that. But there's always that line. And, oh, you know, again, I just love, love using the, love using the media, you know, whether it's, and today, I guess that's where my head is at, how I use athletes or people in sport who compete on a in a, on a public arena, if you like, how they compete against each other. Something else, I guess that's where my head is at the moment, something else that's going on today, obviously, is uh, the massive election in the States. Um, and uh, love him or hate him, but the Donald Trump, um, the President of the United States, you know, people say he's an idiot. People say, you know, how can he say that? Um how can he be the president? Guess what? He is all that. And he's a millionaire. Oh, actually, hang on. He's a billionaire. You know, and I, I, I always look at those people that go, oh, what an idiot. What's he said that? But I don't catch him out. I don't listen for the things that he got wrong. I listen out to what he's got right. And I tell you what, he gets a lot more right than wrong. That's why he is the president of the United States. Like him or hate him. Hate him or like him, whatever. You know, that is why. That is why he's a billionaire. And... If you really want to get, because I'm not there to, if we want to judge someone, and I'm not defending him, please, in any way, I'm not there judging him, but I want to take the good out of him. I want to take what he says that's brilliant. And, you know, and he said something today that's, that's, that really caught my mind as well, that really, that really, um, that really uh, made me think. He said, winning is easy, but losing is hard. And then, Again, I guess that's how my entrepreneur mind works. You know, I don't care whether he wins the election or not. But when he said that, I repeat it again. Winning is easy, losing is hard. And I, and I related that to myself. And I think one of, you know, I have a lot of drivers in my life. And you'll get, the more you listen to my podcast, the more you'd know what my drivers are. But definitely, he, 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 made, he made me think of one driver that I have. And that is losing. I cannot stand losing. So I will work my butt off. I will do whatever I can to make sure I don't lose. Because losing is not easy. It's not easy on my mind. It's not easy on my body. It's not easy on my soul. It's not easy to tell people I've lost. So I will, so I guess that's my driver, is not to lose. You know, um, and I'll give you a great example of that. Um, 
COVID-19, you know, and sorry, I know COVID-19 is sort of uh, something that I'll probably talk about. You're going to hear me talk about a lot. I guess it's the biggest thing I've experienced in my life. So uh, sorry if I keep on referring it back as an example, but I guess it's relevant to people too who are listening to me right now. And I think back now to that day when, you know, my business was in trouble because it was in full lockdown. And I think on one of the drivers, which didn't occur to me, he only made it occur to me because I listened to him this morning. And that is the will of not wanting to lose. I wasn't prepared to lose it. I wasn't prepared to lose the business. And that's what gave me that drive. That's not the only thing, but that's something. And had I not listened to um, Donald Trump today, had I not listened to that thing that he said, I guess that would not have been... See how that's helped me today? It's helped me sort of identify something that drives me. Um, and that's why, I'm, that's why, again, I'm massive on those, on those guys. So at the moment, in, like what I said, yesterday the cup, today the, the state of origin, maybe later on tonight we'll hear from Donald Trump as well. He'll, he'll claim um, victory or he'll declare uh, victory, knowing him he probably will. But it's just, you know, all those... So when I listen to those people, that the main point is well, when I listen to those people, it's remember something. They're at the top of their game. Whenever I'm talking, whether I was talking about the jockey, the coaches, Donald Trump, and or the other president, I can't think of the, the other guy running for president. It doesn't really matter. That's not the point. They're saying something at the top of their game for a reason. They're not just opening their mouth. They're not just dribbling. They haven't reached the top of whatever they're doing. They haven't reached the top because they just want to say something. And yeah, and I'm the kind of guy who sort of analyzes it, breaks it down, and doesn't just analyze and break it down for no reason, but analyze it, breaks it down to work out how that can make me a better person, how that can motivate me, how that can help me make a better decision for my business tomorrow. Um, you know, that, that's what it does. And and then you might ask yourself, you might ask me, how do I do it? It's again, it's it's just really thinking about why they made that decision, for what reason they made that that speech, for what reason they made that call, and then I relate it back to my business. I relate it back to okay, so I'll find a similar situation in my business where I need to speak to my people. Maybe I'm speaking to my um, partners in business, whether it's my franchisees, my staff. Um, again, all those little things, if you are really driven, and that's what I am, I'm driven by what I do, I love what I do. So it doesn't matter what I'm doing, what I'm listening to, I guess, and they're the three examples that I've, that I've had today in today's podcast, I'm relating them back to what I love and to what makes me succeed, to what makes me get out of bed. All Look, those events are happening right through the year. They're every day, or sometimes they're bigger events than others, like the three days we're talking about right now that we're in. And I'm always, when I'm listening, I'm always current. So I'm always relating them to the problems that I've got today in my business. So the three things, so the, the things where, whether I talked about earlier about the coach, you know, and how he needs the mental edge, at the moment, because he doesn't have the same players, correct? If, I, if you remember what I said, he doesn't have the same, his players on the ground don't have the same skills as opposition. So he needs a mental edge over the ground, uh, off the ground. And again, and how I relate it to us is, how I relate it to my business is, 
I'm not competing with somebody in my business on my level. So I'm not looking for a restaurant chain at the moment, for example, on my level. I'm looking at the top restaurant chains. So they've got the better players, if you like. Or not necessarily, but they've got the advantage. Now, I'm thinking, how do I do what Mr. Wayne Bennett did and use the lack, not the lack of ability, but I guess the the fact that he's an underdog. That's a better word. The fact that he's an underdog. And how do I use that under underdog thing that he used to help his team for tonight how can I use it today with my team and the thing when I walked in straight away and and that's on my head honestly that was on my head and I grab in and I grab in my product manager and I grab in my head chef my executive chef and I say guys you know how they're doing the menu referring to the to the guys to the top three four top four I guess giants in the market the fast food joints, whatever they are, Maccas, KFC, Hungry Jacks, uh, Domino's, whatever they are. I said, they've got all this money to do all this market research. You know, they're doing all that. Um, and let's have a look and also consider the couple of big restaurant chains. Like when I say, the, I'll say the top end of town, and you know, like the Maryvale's or whatever they are, the top, the top end of towns. So I told them to consider the top end and, and to consider the top, end, top restaurant chains and the top fast food chains. And I said, Wait, again, where do we want to sit where we're sitting? So that's what motivated me. That's what drove me. And again, I told them, we don't have. So I wanted to play with their heads the same way, I guess, that coach, that Queensland coach is playing with the opposition team. I said, I didn't say that out loud to my product manager or to my, to my executive chef, but in the back of my head is, how do I get those guys to put together a menu and to adjust the pricing where I start playing with the opposition's head? Where I start making them believing more in my brand? Because the more they believe in my brand, the more people will look. I want more people to look at my brand. That's my overall. So I guess I use something that I heard this morning from a coach that's an underdog and relate it to my business. Okay, so, so it was simple what I did today. So what I did today, look, I said to him, we're not taking advantage of the machinery that we have in our business. So we, we've got things on our menu where we outsource, we buy from external suppliers and things that we have that we make ourselves 100%. And I said, so why aren't we trying to make what we make ourselves even cheaper? Why can't we make that even at a better price and pass on to our customer so that way we can push whatever we buy externally out of the business so i guess that was that's that was my talk today to my to my production and my head chef so something that triggered me yesterday from whatever thoughts whatever what's the name to come in and have that conversation with those guys that's not the plan that's not what i went thinking about last night i wasn't thinking about that last night how do i how do i strategically move items that we don't produce ourselves off the menu and introduce more things that we produce ourselves. That's not it. But by me just analysing what we're saying and the underdog and allowing all that to happen and just, it just, I guess it brings, it gives me a, I don't know, it gives me a, it just, it clicks me into a different gear. It makes me think um, outside of the box. I'm motivated by all those sporting events that are going on. I'm listening to all those people and I, from the second I get in my car, I'm, I start tuning back into my business. And not that I stop tuning out of my business, but I think, okay, what am I doing in my business today? And I'm turning up and I'm thinking, what is the focus, you know? Uh, and I get into my business and I'm, I'm motivated. I'm highly motivated because of, you know, what I've heard those athletes talk about or those coaches talk about and all the rest of it. So, you know, so I walk in, I walk in past my CFO. I, I definitely... 
Um, I want to give him the same energy that I've got today. You know, I'm like, oh, I wish that guy... In the back of my head, I'm just analysing it right now in front of the camera. But I guess I feel... I feel like I've got extra energy today. I've got something to give the business. I've got it. I've got an extra kick. So I walk past my people and I make sure I say hello to them. I make sure I think of. Um, I'm trying to be current within my mind of what made those, what motivated me, what got me thinking, and I try and apply that and I apply that to my people straight away as soon as I walk into the business. You know, I speak to my CFA quickly. You know, even say it was jokingly, I said, so what, are we rich? Have we made a couple of extra million? What have you found? Because uh, I know he's been working hard behind the scenes. So I've, I'm in a happy place. I'm in a positive place. On Again, somehow everything, you know, if you listen to me early in the podcast, if I've made it clear or not, you know, you got, you know, you got Trump putting his his people in a positive place. I'm trying to copy what I've, what I've just learned on on the television, what I've just seen on the big screen from the best of the best. I'll go to my, um, I'll go to my production people. I'll speak to them about the menu, about the pricing, about how we're gonna, about how we're gonna structure the menu a little bit better to make sure that our margins are better and try and push products in our business that we don't produce ourselves out of the business, and how we're gonna do it. And again, I mean, I. I hope I don't know if I'm able to relate that I'm, I don't know if I'm able to articulate exactly why those people who gave me that outside influence and how I've related it back to my business it's just the way this ticker works and I don't I, I feel like it's hard for me to explain it at the moment um, I don't know if I can or I have or if I haven't but I don't know, the main point is I use external forces. I look at people who play at the highest level or speak at the highest level, even, you know, it doesn't matter who it is. Speak at the highest level and I try and take motivation out of them and then relate it back to my business.